Okay, folks, good morning, good evening, good night, wherever you are. This is Early Bird here, and um, i got something for you, which I think we've done it before, you know, but we're going to do it again. Such is the importance. And we're going to be looking at sex. No, hold on a minute. Give me a chance now. We're going to be looking at sex and the young Christian believer because you will not believe the problems that a young Christian believer has to go through just to serve the Lord. Young Christian people are falling prey to sexual sins inside and outside the church. Oh yes they are because the older wiser Christians among us who should know better and should be setting the right Christian examples are saying absolutely nothing at all by keeping their mouths and their Bibles sh tightly shut there is no point in saying something after the horse has left the stable maybe now is it time to start rebuking and reproving and exhorting with all long suffering and doctrine? As they used to say in the Scooby Doo cartoons, don't just stand there, do something. Even today, up to now, as far as far back as when the serpent first deceived Eve. There is this deceptive belief born by the devil and sin going around for years and years and years now that if you are a young Christian believer, promiscuous and casual sex is an acceptable part of a young person's life. Can I go on? Thank you. Peer pressure is killing many young Christians because they are expected to lose their virginity or have sex for the first time to prove that they are a part of the in crowd. Even now, as a young Christian believer, if you refuse to have anything to do with casual sex or promiscuous sex, your friends see you as a freak are some kind of weirdo and do have nothing to do with you people will hate you without a cause psalm 38 psalms 69 and saint john 15 25 just as god prophesied just because you refuse to sleep around with different sexual partners or because you refuse to partake in sexual experimentation if you are a young Christian believer trying to walk and live in the Holy Spirit, then no must mean no. No matter how much the sexual desires and the sexual urges are tearing you up inside, no matter how much the sexual desire is urging you on to have quick sex or behind closed doors and windows sex where no one can see you, no is no no matter how much the lust not love 
but lust is beating at your heart to to sleep with your partner the opposite sex or even the same sex as a child of God you have to say no and no must mean no there may be times like a young Joseph in the book of Genesis 39 where you will have to literally walk away quickly or run away from the sexual encounter because the sexual temptations is so strong and overpowering if you stay there no matter how good he looks in just a t-shirt or how peng he looks in those tighter than tight tracks with bottoms you still have to resist the devil and he will flee from you and go on to submit yourself to God James 4 7 yes yeah I know we are only human after all don't put the blame on me and God will understand what I'm going through but to him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not to him it is sin James 4 17 sometimes not every time but sometimes the sexual urges and the lustful temptations are so strong that we fall or slip from grace because we want sex and we want it. No! Sometimes, come hell or high water, we ditch God or we kick God to the curb and decide to live our own lives. And if it means having a sexually promiscuous lifestyle, then so be it. But you know what, young Christian? If you are genuinely sorry and repentant for getting caught up in such sexual encounters, then God will forgive you. Okay, certain Christians may take longer to forgive you and even longer to forget what you have done. But if we confess our sins, God is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Okay? 1 John 1 9 if you are going to successfully continue to walk and live in the Holy Spirit as according to Galatians chapter 5 then you will have to break up that relationship or that romantic companionship with certain people you knew for a long time or they will only send you to hell when you should be going to heaven some of these friends gotta go they just have to go because as a Christian, as a child of God, you don't need them anymore. Jesus Christ made it quite clear to every degree of Christian believer. When he said, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Matthew 16, 24. And that includes young Christian people, I believe from the age of puberty, probably younger, right up to 25 years old as well. Probably um, even older, because some of us older people carry on like little children, you know. Sadly, you are not going to get this kind of sermon from a Sunday morning Christian church pulpit, because the spirit of fear rules some of our Christian churches and our ministers with a high fist when it comes to preaching and teaching the true the true doctrine get it out Earl of God's word but you will get it here trust me 
Even now, among young Christians, there is this understanding with sinfulness. Oh yes, there is. Trust me, there is. That some sexual maneuvers and sexual practices are more acceptable than full sexual intercourse. Come on now, listener. Come on, man. Wake up and smell the coffee. Instead of hiding such things under the carpet for others to deal with it. Man up, man. Grow up here and start to open your eyes. Using the withdrawal method, coitus interruptus, yeah? During sexual intercourse. The contraceptive pill, the morning after sex pill, or a condom are all acceptable or firm uses of repeated casual and promiscuous sex among many young active Christian believers. Oh yes it is, just as long as unwanted pregnancies are not involved. See what I'm getting at here? And even 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 so there are certain sexual acts between certain consenting young Christians which is not recognized as real sex so they carry on willingly without a care in the world mm-hmm. you know some of the things that the young people are getting up to sexually they don't recognize it as sex you know but remember this let us not forget sexually transmitted diseases or sexually transmitted infections need I say any more here? I don't think so furthermore and I should know full sexual intercourse between young Christian believers is only deemed acceptable with your so-called boyfriend or girlfriend just as long as it is non-penetrative mutually masturbatory it's only a matter of time for that word show up yeah oral or quickie sex and as just as long as we don't get caught out or found out you know there's a lot of things young people are carrying on with that nobody know remember young people no matter how hard you try to hide it, be sure your sin will find you out. Numbers 22-23 King David in 2 Samuel 2 did his very best to hide the fact that he was a serial adulterer. But God exposed him. He thought he was going to get away with it. But you know what? God surprised him. Young people, the more you try to hide or cover up what you are sexually getting up to, sooner or later you will get caught and all will be revealed. Believe me, I should know. And you were on one of on um, <clears throat> one of the district churches where I used to where I was a musician. There was a bass player there. He had a girlfriend. They were sleeping together. They were warned time and time again. If you stop it, if you stop it. But they carried on. Regardless. 
And then when she gets pregnant now, that is only when people start to repent. As a young Christian believer, <coughs> striving to be like Jesus Christ, sex and all that in, and all that in it entails in your everyday life will be regularly and constantly harassing and pressurizing you and your body into taking part in acts of sexual ungodliness by enemies necessary. The devil will allow sexual thoughts to run through your mind and when it is not running through your tiny little mind it will be running through somebody else's mind and before you know it if you are not standing firm and grounded in the written word of God then you are going to do something about it and believe me I should know I was a young Christian believer once upon a time back in the day and sex and sexual temptations used to float around like fresh air inside and outside the church did I ever get caught up in it? well folks that is for me to know and you to find out Young Christian people, remember now thy creator in the days of thy youth, while the days come, while the evil days come not, nor the years draw nigh, when thou shalt say, I have no pleasure in them. Ecclesiastes 12 1. Wherewithal shall a young man or woman cleanse their ways? By taking heed according to thy word. Thy word have I hid in my heart, I might not sin against thee. Psalms 119, 9 and 10. Parents, let me just say this to Christian parents everywhere. Take full responsibility for your own kids and don't leave it to the pastor or the pastor's wife or the part-time youth leader to talk intimately with your own kids. If you have children as early as is possible, you need to talk to them about God's view where sex is concerned, sexual matters, and the sexually sinful world outside the church, inside the church, and even in your own home. Be truthful to them, parents, and let them know that as a Christian believer, life will not be easy peasy, lemon squeezy. And the devil will be on your back 24-7, using and abusing you and using other people to use and abuse you as well. Sometimes sexually as well. Parents, if you're brave enough, and at the right time, in the right place, talk to them about the birds and the bees, the flowers and the trees. Yeah, I know it's embarrassing <clears throat> and you feel like a right fool sitting sitting them down and talking them, talk to them such things, especially since your own parents or grandparents didn't do it with you. But there will come a time when you will have to sit that son or daughter don't like I did and in so many words tell them the truth about sex and the city 
and sexual intercourse. Don't just go into it. Pray about it. Ask God to put the right words into your mouth. And he will do it if you ask anything in his name. Tell them what they need to hear and what they have to hear before they hear it from school friends or other people. Whether they like it or not, train up a child in the way he or she should go. And when they are old, they will not depart from it. Proverbs 22.6 Now here it is. If sinners entice thee, young Christian, consent thou not. Walk not thou in the way with them. Refrain thy foot from their path. Proverbs 1, 10 and 15. Let no man or woman deceive you with vain words. Ephesians 5, 6. In Genesis 39, Potiphar's sexy wife used lyrics after lyrics to try and get Joseph into bed for sex. And countless young Christian believers today in the 21st century are falling prey and into bed with people who entice them with lyrics that have the sole intentions of getting a man or a woman into bed for casual or promiscuous sexual practices. The devil doesn't like it that you are a young Christian praising and worshipping God in spirit and in truth on a Sunday morning in church or during the week. So he will attack your fragile mindset by seeing to it that certain carnal sins and practical carnal desires with regards to the opposite sex never start running through your mind. Trust me, I was young once so I know what it is like to have sex running through my mind, you know? As a young child of God living in the the real world and a Christian world all at the same time, things can become a bit confusing. You will have to carefully walk the thin blue line between following God's commands or following the built-in or mono sex drive commands inside you that commands that you engage and sleep with every guy or girl you fancy through lust and sinful sexual activity. As far as God is concerned, no man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and sex, young people. Paraphrasing from Matthew 6:24, You cannot serve God and sex. All right. So let us bear in mind, dear folks, that lust and lustful desires play a great part in the junior, adolescent, teenage Christian believer's life. And being a part of a sexually charged, sinful society where anything and everything goes, you will be expected as a young person and a as a young Christian person to do something 
with regards to having sex premarital sex promiscuous sex one night stand sex casual sex quickie sex oral sex standing on one foot so you don't get pregnant sex don't ask transgender sex sex with benefits all of that and even more once again let me repeat myself no must mean no not yes maybe or let me think about it no spells no when lust filled Potiphar's wife got physically turned on by a fit looking 17 years old Joseph she threw herself at him and said let's sleep together and have sex now Joseph could have slept with he could have slept with her then wipe off him out and gone back to work but while she was turning him on he had to seriously consider the other option which was how can I do this thing and still praise and worship God Genesis 39 read it for yourself and the same thing is happening today with the Christian church's sexually vulnerable young Christian believers. Oh yes it is. Stop lying in front of the Holy Spirit and admit the truth. Young Christian men and women are being approached and harassed and victimized by certain Christian cougars, Christian milfs here and Christian wolves in sheep's clothing all trying to rub themselves up against you trying to cup a feel while pretending to hug you up in a Jesus name sexually eyeing up eyeing you up and down as their next potential sexual victim chatting you up with supposed holy ghost lyrics or asking you for outright sex just like Potiphar's wife did and you know what the poor deluded and stupid young Christian person then has to decide whether to honor God or honor the devil what would Jesus do furthermore being unequally yoked is another sexual dilemma young Christian believers are fighting against and some of them are losing that fight. Stop this. Check out my um. Check out my previous <coughs> podcast. Stop this nonsense. Being unequally yoked to a sinner is a sin. Check it out and listen to what I got to say about it. Well, not what I got to say, but what God's got to say about it. In the meantime, as far as God and His Word is concerned. Being unequally yoked with an unbeliever, sinner, or child of the devil, 2 Corinthians 6, 14-17, is a definite sin. Christians should be avoiding like the plague or like COVID-19 because it will only get you into unwanted trouble and unwanted sins. Come on now, listener, young people, ask yourself, Ask, if, ask yourself this question. Do I need a girlfriend right now? 
do I need to have sex at this moment in time? How can I have sex and worship God at the same time? Do I need a boyfriend at this age? Once again, what would Jesus do? Free fornication. He that committed fornication sinneth against his own body. 1 Corinthians 6.18 Avoid fornication. 1 Corinthians 7.2 Thou shalt not commit adultery. Exodus 20.14 Now the body is not for fornication, but for the Lord and the Lord for the body. 1 Corinthians 6.13 And remember that your body is a temple for the Holy Spirit. So whatever you're getting up to, which does not involve the Holy Spirit, is totally out of order. As a young and vulnerable Christian, going to junior school, primary school, Sunday school, and secondary school, and then attending college, university and eventually the ambiguously sinful workplace you will have to sadly put up with and endure countless ungodly people who want to have an unequally yoked sexual relationship with you even the same sex people will want a piece of the sexual action with you at any given opportunity and this is where you must learn to say no once again, ladies and gentlemen, even though your heart is saying yes, remember, be not conformed to the things of this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Romans 12, 2. He that saith he abideth in him ought also to walk even as he walked. 1 John 2 6. Set your affections on things above, not on things on the earth. Colossians 3 2. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Ephesians 6 12. As a young child of God, once you go out there into the big blue world, do not be surprised in the least what people expect from you sexually once they get to know you. Avoid such things by putting God first. Talk to him and call on him while he is near. We were all young Christians once upon a time back in the day and we have all been in a sexual situation of some kind at some point. Yes, you love him and he loves you. You can't keep your hands off each other. Casual sex is not that big a problem. Everyone else is doing it. So why can't I? As much as it hurts, God demands that you stay away from such people or such areas of the city for obvious reasons. 
Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Psalm 119.11 Even now, God is doing the very best he can for you by guarding and protecting you and your body for your future wife or husband for the time being when true godly love is ready to be brought to your attention. Read Song of Solomon, God's Love and Sex Manual for further proof of what God intends to do with your life if you allow him access. Put God first, let God take control and things will fall into place. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and everything else will be added. But if you don't, then don't be surprised if things fail to work. When you give yourself in sex to your boyfriend or girlfriend or every Tom, Dick or Sally with a penis or a vagina, you are sinning against God as well as breaking rules that were never meant to be broken. If God says don't do it, then don't do it. Whatever you are getting up to sexually and carnally with other people outside marriage as a young Christian, it is a sin and should really be left for your future wife or husband within the boundaries of holy matrimony as God maintains in Hebrews 13.4. Marriage is honorable in all and the bed undefiled, but whoremongers and adulterers God will judge. In the meantime, I'm coming down now, yeah? In the meantime, to avoid unwanted abortions, unwanted pregnancies, premarital sex and all other sexual perversions, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. Proverbs 3, 5 and 6 and continue young people to walk in the spirit and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Galatians 5, 16. This is Early Bird signing off once again. Peace.